Happy Tuesday, everyone. This is Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sarah, also of Jewels from the Crown, also of Locked On NHL. And we're going to talk real quick about some stuff. Just a nice short show for you today. Don't worry, I've got some actual cool stuff lined up for you the rest of the week. So we will have some hockey stuff to talk about. We'll have some King stuff to talk about. But just wanted to update you real quick on some stuff going on around the league. Uh, the NHL came out with a Q&A the other day about the latest news and updates on the pause break that we are currently on right now. The Q&A basically tells us nothing new. Uh, the league is still kind of going by that 60-day slash eight weeks recommendation from the CDC about, you know, not having large events. Uh, and so they're still hoping to get sort of mini camps up and running about 45 days into that period. So 45 days after March 15th. I can't do math, so I don't know what that is, but I think it's like May-ish or something. They said that right now to the only players that they know of who have taught who have tested positive are the two players from the senators who we don't know who they are and honestly that doesn't matter don't care hope they're doing well there's no plan at the moment to test everyone in the nhl for coronavirus uh, it's not recommended i actually like that they admit that there's insufficient testing resources to accommodate this um, and that there's really no point in testing them so no plans unless they start showing symptoms and need to uh, be tested to get further diagnostics or whatever players are still recommended to be self-quarantining in accordance with the league's mandate and also with any local laws that may come into play for players who have traveled. Uh, there are so many guys who have gone back to their home countries, so uh, there may be additional quarantines in place for them. There's no decisions or, you know, even possible scenarios as to what play will look like if slash when it comes back. Um, no, no, nothing. They they probably have some ideas, but right now they basically just have to know that they have to be flexible given dates, arena availability, logistical constraints, timing, the fact that, you know, some cities might lift these sort of stay in place orders earlier. Some cities don't have them. Um, some states are pretending there's not a problem at all. Um, the federal government is trying to pretend there's not a problem. So it's just really at this point impossible to plan or release any information. So nothing has been said about what the rest of the season could look like or could happen. The league is prepared to basically follow whatever uh, health authorities, whatever health bodies are out there uh, if and when they do resume play. Nothing on the draft, nothing on contracts uh, for free agency. Uh, that stuff all has to be talked about with the Players Association. And there is no plan to disrupt the 2020-2021 season. So there, there seems to be, that seems to be the one thing that is very clear is that the league has no interest in making next season shortened as well or doing anything with that. Um, I mean, obviously things could change if this somehow gets even worse. If it lasts through summer, like I'm sure there are scenarios where next season gets impacted as well. But right now, um, the plan is that next season will unfold as normal. Whatever happens this season uh, is this season. So that's kind of it. That is no news, really. Nothing that we didn't already know or couldn't have already guessed uh, coming from the NHL. There have been some cool things on TV. NBCSN has started replaying classic games. They've been doing a lot of game sevens from the playoffs. And there have been two Kings games so far that have been on. They played the Western Conference game seven between the Kings and the Blackhawks from 2014. Uh, they also played the Kings Sharks game of the uh, it was three to oh 
uh, series that was also on TV. So if you're looking for hockey, NBCSN has been doing a pretty good job, it seems like, of airing some hockey and including some King stuff. So I hope you were able to watch that. Sorry, I didn't uh, announce those on the show because I didn't know they were happening until they were already there. So there has been some hockey on TV to kind of satisfy your curiosity. And of course, like we talked about earlier, I've you know, everything on NHL.TV, the streaming platform, is all available now for people to stream, as well as the Pause Binge website showing some classic games, some behind-the-scenes footage, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and of course, I guess if you're into video games, uh, Bailey the Lion has been streaming uh, King's video games with with the fake hockey. I I will say that, like, I'm not a video game person, and so I don't find that particularly captivating, but I will say, I, I, I will say that I do like that the Kings have, like, actually started kind of producing these as actual games. Uh, they've been doing like, you know, commentary and, you know, pregame shows and everything. But my favorite team that is handling this in an interesting way is the Devils, because after after the games, they do an interview with their, with their team reporter. And, you know, it's usually, it's been the goaltender, um, you know, who in the video game has to stop like 98 pucks or whatever. Um, so I, I think that's kind of funny just because it's, it's the players as well kind of leaning in to this total absurd situation. I feel like it's one thing to have media guys kind of faux put together pregame or an intermission segment or, you know, do commentary for a video game. That's one thing. But getting the players in on it, I think is really funny. So kudos to the Devils, I guess, for being the one team that I've noticed kind of elevating their video game streaming footage. Mostly today, I wanted to talk to you about Book Club, because I finally got my copy of the book that we're going to be reading, The Tales from the Los Angeles Kings Locker Room book by, of course, our very own favorite, Bob Miller. Uh, and so I wanted to sit down with the book and kind of sketch out a, a reading schedule for us. Pretty much, we're going to read a chapter a week. They're short chapters. They're like 20 pages. It's a small book, so they're not even 20 big pages. And it's about the king, so it should go pretty fast. Even if you read like, I don't know, two pages a day or something, that's 14 pages. I don't know. You should be able to read it. It's good. It'll be, it's going to be fine, guys. It's going to be fine. We're not going to do it this week because things are hectic and I'm only talking about this now. And if you haven't had a chance to get your copy of the book already, I want to give you a chance to do that. Uh, so we're going to start with our first discussion on Friday, April 3rd, and we'll be discussing the first chapter of the book, which is about the 2012 Stanley Cup. So April 3rd, we will be talking about the first chapter of Tales from the Los Angeles King's Locker Room. I have put together a reading schedule and I will tweet this and I will pin it at the top of the page. But if you go to bit.ly slash King's Book Club, you will find a, a website. I used my old Blogspot <laughs> website because I didn't know where else to put it. You'll find some links as to places where you can buy the book. Um, you can get it as an ebook if you're a person who likes that. You can get it on Google, Apple, Amazon. Um, none of these are like affiliate links or anything. So I'm not getting anything. I'm just providing a few links for you. Um, so you can get it as an ebook if you don't want to wait for shipping. There are a couple resources of places where I have found it for sale in a physical copy. I may end up with a copy to give away. I'm not sure. We're going to see what happens. But that may be a possibility as well. Um, that won't happen. Uh, you, you probably would not get it in time for the first chapter of the book, but 
just keep your ears, I guess, here on the podcast because I might have a copy to give away uh, in the future. Uh, So you can find information and links on places to buy the book and then you will find the reading schedule. So it's broken down by chapter um, and there's a couple of chapters that have there so so the book is laid out as like first period second period and then there's like little intermission segments that are like two or three pages long in between the chapters so there will be some weeks where you'll be reading a chapter and a little more i I promise this is not like hard this is not school you're reading about the kings it's going to be fun but (laughs) there is a schedule so if you go to that site bit.ly slash kings book club you can find the reading schedule so you'll know each week what we'll be talking about april 3rd first chapter of the book about the Stanley Cup in 2012. So each week, I will also put up a tweet and I'll kind of retweet it and reshare it throughout the the week uh, that you can respond to if you have any thoughts or observations or whatever as you're reading the book. Uh, You can respond to me in that tweet uh, for each chapter of the book. You can also tweet at me in general at LockedOnLAKings. You can send me an email to LockedOnLAKings at gmail.com, or I think you can just leave a comment on that blog page uh, that you're going to be reading the uh, schedule on. So if you have comments, if you have things you would like me to discuss, anything that pops up in the book that you think would make an interesting show, please do let me know. I'd like to talk about what you guys find interesting. I'm really excited about reading that book because like, as you guys know, I am newer to the King's world. I haven't made any secret about that. And even though I'm not a new hockey fan, even though I grew up as a hockey fan as a kid, I didn't live in LA. I grew up as a Penguins fan. Um, and it was that kind of an era where <laughs> unless you you had parents who were interested in paying for like, I mean, did they even have super fancy cable? Like we had an antenna thing that my dad had to like rig up to the side of our te- our, our house to get like any channels. But like, you know, it wasn't exactly a time where it was super easy to follow teams that weren't your home, your local team. So, you know, even though I'm not a new hockey fan, my my knowledge of the Kings back in, you know, 1993 was pretty low to, to none. <laughs> may not have even known they had it. I don't know. Um, you know, if, if the Penguins weren't playing in the game, um, it did not really exist at my house. So I'm really excited to go back and take a chance to read more about the history of this team and to read it through the eyes of Bob Miller. So I, I think this is going to be really fun for me. I hope you guys have fun with it too, whether or not you're reading along with me or not. Uh, if you don't get the book or you don't want to read the book or whatever, uh, that's totally fine. And I hope that you will just enjoy uh, some weekly observations from my read of the book. So again, to get information on the reading schedule every week, starting with April 3rd, every Friday, we'll be talking about a chapter of the book. It's up there on the website bit.ly slash King's Book Club. And I will tweet this. uh, So if you don't remember that or didn't write it down or whatever, you can go find it on there. So that'll be coming up not this Friday, but next Friday. Um, The other thing I wanted to plug while I'm here doing our nice, short, cute little show is the interview project. I'm going to start emailing people, I promise, over this weekend to start setting up some interview times. So it it is, as I've said, kind of a project I had initially envisioned to be talking about, to, to be talking to Kings fans who live far away, who, you know, either you grew up in LA and you left or you never lived there at all and somehow managed to fall in love with the Kings uh, from afar. I wanted to talk to Kings fans. And now with, you know, the world being what it is, 
I want to open that up to talk to any Kings fan. So if you think you would be interested in being on this show to talk about kind of your your journey to Kings fandom, to sharing some of your favorite memories, uh, talking about some of your favorite players, stuff like that. Maybe you have a really cool, you know, fan interaction experience where you got to meet someone or, you know, bumped into Jarrett Stoll at the grocery store or something. I don't know. Um, if you have kind of a cool story or just want to talk about the Kings with someone, I would love to hear from you. So you can also go to bit.ly slash locked on Kings, fill out a quick survey, leave your contact information in there, uh, and I will get back to you over this weekend and we can start setting up some times to chit chat. Um, I think that having a show like this, especially at a really uncertain time in the world. I know a lot of people are hurting, a lot of people are scared. Um, you know, that's not even taking into account the fact that we don't have hockey, just the life life in general. Um, I think that, you know, we are small but mighty here, but we can still be a really good source of community and a way for people to come together. So I would really like to get to start touching base with some of you guys for uh, little segments on this show. So bit.ly slash locked on kings for more information and a quick little survey just to help me get to know you a little bit better uh, so we can set up some time to talk for a segment on the show. So thank you guys. This is a pretty short episode 101, but I I didn't say it yesterday, but I will now. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for interacting with me on Twitter, uh, for retweeting, for sharing the show, for subscribing, all that stuff. You know, this podcasting is a brand new world for me. I I have been on shows, I've guested on shows, I've done, you know, live radio and stuff. But, you know, having a show where every day I get to sit down and talk about the Kings with you guys uh, has been just really exciting. And uh, I've just been very, very Oh, I hate saying it, but like hashtag blessed, like to to have this opportunity to do this, especially at uh, such a weird time. Uh, so thank you guys with a podcast, especially a podcast that you're doing solo that you don't have a, a co-host for. Um, it feels a little like shouting into the void sometimes. So I truly love all of the interaction and stuff I get from you guys. And even just seeing the people are listening to the show is really awesome. So thank you so much. In the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on LA Kings. Like I said, you can email me locked on LA Kings at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show, follow the show, like the show, leave a rating, review, all that great stuff. Anything you can do to help spread the word and share uh, the show with your friends who like the Kings, that would be awesome and very much appreciated. It's been a hundred shows and I hope to do a hundred more to keep bringing you guys news about the Kings, even when there isn't uh, Kings news, uh, just to hope to use this platform to get to connect all of us a little better. We're a team. We might not be a sports team, but we are a team. That's it for today. Now that we're done here, go ahead and make sure you tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked on NHL. You can go and hear what is up from all of our national show hosts, learn a little bit more about what's going on in the league. So Locked on NHL, you can find us wherever podcasts are found. Until next time, this has been Locked on Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.